Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, schools in session. And today we have a very unique individual, um, someone from the UK, a very special talent, I might add, someone who can blend indie pop and reggaeton together. Today we have Locke. Hey. How you doing, brother? I'm good, bro. What you saying? How you doing? Another one like the other one. Okay, so here on School in Session, what we like to do is we like to talk to different artists and entrepreneurs around the world and basically shed a little light on their talent and their gifts and just hear from them a little bit. And then at the end of the show, what we like to do is we like to play a little game of Hangman where I'll ask you different trivia questions regarding cartoons, old school cartoons and old school cartoon movies where you'll have a, a, a chance to win a free ice cream. Fair enough? Bro, I'm in the UK. You're going to send it over to me? Yeah. We, what we do is we send it uh, via email or via text. Oh, okay. Sick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm... But if you win, you win. If you don't, then you don't. Okay. Fine. <laughs> no worries. So like I said, seeing how the show is called School in Session, what we like to do is we like to uh, start off with a few school questions. Okay. Sounds good. So do you remember... What electives you took in high school? Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, equ the equivalent over here. It's high school for you guys between like 11 to 18, that kind of age. Okay. Um, so, yeah, man, I did like maths, English, a lot of languages. I did Spanish, French, Latin, uh, geography, history, and like all the sciences as well. So a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. So you're also, very... Am I allowed to swear on this or we no swearing? Yeah, you, can, you can cuss, say shit, bitch, hoe, ass, whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good to, good to know. Yeah, no worries. And so a little bit about that. Have you have you ever went to school in the States? I went to law school in uh, in Davis for a year, but that uh -oh. wasn't, that was post-grad, man. That wasn't like in high school or anything like that. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. So what would you say would be the major difference in going to school in the UK versus going to school in the States? To be honest, the people are completely different, bro. Like people in, in American schools and colleges, like you can drink over here when you're 18. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, as soon as you go to America, you got to be 21. So like everyone, if you are drink, is like behind the scenes. And right, I feel right, like right. One, light, one light beer and I knew like most of my American friends would be drunk easily. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> I haven't even started my night yet. And you're, you're right. trying to get drunk off one light beer. Um, but I think as well, like how seriously, like Americans take school, I think a lot more serious than people in the UK do as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's something that I definitely noticed. Yeah, see, I had a thing where I used to, uh, I used to say, uh, if I ever drunk in the morning, if I ever had a drink or something in the morning, I would say, hey, it's it's afternoon somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, have you ever heard of like icing? No, what is that? So in America, my my friend told me that apparently, if you put like a Smirnoff ice, they used to like hide them in like showers or like the strangest places and then if the person who finds it then has to like shotgun it like drink it all 
there and then and that's like the practice that they used to do like all the time oh no i never heard of that so it was basically like a a, a drinking treasure hunt exactly yeah <laughs> so do you remember any of the uh the lunches that you had going to school in the uk in the uk man yeah i mean i was very privileged i went to like a big i guess what you call it like a private boarding school mm -hmm. um so they used to have everything man they are you top chefs who would serve literally every type of cuisine you could imagine to be honest um because you're paying top dollar for for fees and that so that's why they're just giving you everything so so it's it's safe to say that you didn't have um you you didn't need to bring your own lunch no not at all yeah see out here they give us a bunch of trash during school and and expect us to eat it every day for 12 years straight. Really? Yeah, it's, 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 it's always been horrible. So did you have any classmates who eventually became famous or stars? You don't have to say their name, their names, but do you, do you remember any classmates who eventually became famous? Well, I mean, you have to remember that, you know, I'm 23, so I'm not that far out of, you know, high school. Right, right, right. There are, there are lots of people who have become quite, you know, famous businessmen already, mm -hmm. whether that's because their family, you know, comes from money um, or you've also got people that are, you know, athletes. Um, I know quite a big, you know, rugby player in this country, right, football right, right. and stuff like that. So people have definitely made, you know, names for themselves at the school. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I actually had a, uh, I had two guys who actually went to the NFL from my high school. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was it was really good to see them walk on the field for the first time and things like that. So yeah, it was, a, I, I kind of felt, I kind of felt like I made it with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and as well, like in England, because it's a lot smaller, I feel like you have more chance of doing it. Whereas in, well, I guess maybe the other way around, but there are so, no, because there's, there's more competition in America because there's so many people. So the fact that you have someone that was actually in your class making it just goes to show like how good they probably were. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So so a little bit more about school. Do you have a, um, a field trip that you remember the most going to? Uh, yeah, man, I was 16 um, or maybe like 15. I went to South Africa um with my school and we were in like the the where the south african royal air force were like staying mm -hmm. um which was mad because like not only jet lagged and like experiencing all these other cultures as well but we were like disciplined man we had to wake up to like cold showers at like 5 a.m every morning which you know coming from a boarding school <laughs> and like right and stuff is just completely different so you said you went to a south african yeah arm like the 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 army the royal air force base so you visited them and you guys were you guys were able to stay there for a little while yeah man because i was in like the royal air force like cadets at my school oh so a partnership thing where you could just go over there and stay and actually when nelson mandela died a couple weeks later they actually took his body to this base uh -huh. so it was, it was quite important to be honest Wow. Yeah. That 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 sounds amazing. Um 
for the viewers who don't know about Nelson Mandela, he was a guy who who fought for a purpose and he was in prison for, I would like to say, maybe like 26 years. 21, I think. Yeah. 21, somewhere around there. And um, and uh, he, he finally got out and was able to pursue exactly what he went in for. Very interesting story. So if you guys want to check it out, I recommend getting a book or, you know, typing it in on YouTube or something like that. Um, so just to get off of school, I have a crazy question for you. So if you can do anything for the rest of your life for free, no charge, what would it be? And I say that because it may not be music. Yeah. When you say for free, as in? As, as in you won't get paid for your services. Oh, right. Oh, um, I reckon soccer, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big. Obviously, you guys call I call it football, but I'm I'm trying right, to change. Right. I'm trying to change the dialect for for your viewers over there. Right. Um, but yeah, man. I would easily, you know, I don't need to get paid for that. I would pay that, play that every day for hours and hours and hours easily. Are you any good? Uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. Don't let my followers see this. They're going to be coming cussing me. <laughs> um, but actually, yeah. Uh, I have a, uh, one of my youngest boys, one of my youngest kids, I actually was teaching him um, probably like three years ago how to play. Now, mind you, I don't know how to play. So I was getting on YouTube, finding drills and stuff. It's actually a very fun sport. Um, it's a shame that, I mean, it's getting a bit bigger in America. But mm -hmm. when I went over, you know, it's just not the same at all. Right, right, right. So that's definitely a great sport. And for the viewers, I personally believe that that is the original football. Yeah, definitely. Right, I'm right. Glad it. <laughs> if I'm saying that, I'm getting a lot of shit. So I was listening to some of your music, and I noticed you have a lot of mentions and a few mentions, and you have a lot of ukulele instruments in, yeah. the, uh, in your beats. Is that an instrument that you're fond of? Do you know how to play it? What is it about the ukulele with you? Well, I mean, to be honest, it was the first instrument I learned how to play because it's easy and it's got four strings. I'd, rec I'd recommend to any like starting musician who doesn't know how to play an instrument mm -hmm. to get it. It will teach you about chords, about everything. Uh, and then I realized that there was no one in the industry that plays ukulele. Mm. And that's probably with regards to the fact that it is quite minimalist. I don't, you know, there isn't too much variation that you can do in terms of like proper, I don't know, exaggerating like songs. But if you see what I've done already just by using, you know, four chords or whatever, I think there is a gap in the market to use the ukulele, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, and as a result, I'm just so fond of the instrument because I can play it well. And it's just some, it's what started my music journey. And so I'd always want to keep, you know, close to it, have some semblance of it in my songs because it's all I've ever really known. So are you playing the instrument and adding it on beats? Yeah, so I've got a really uh, amazing producer um, over in the UK called Adam. And so basically I'll come to him with the concept. I would have, you know, written the whole song on my uke recorded some stuff with my uke and then he's an amazing guitarist bass player you know keyboard player allowed percussions and well basically 
normally I'd I'd come up with the melody for you know the beats for the guitar rhythms or whatever and then he'll facilitate that and then we'll you know spend the day producing everything and bring it all together wow that's amazing I thought you were just picking beats with them in it I didn't know you were actually playing it and adding it on that's amazing that gives your music a whole new light now for me because I already was a fan of it but now knowing that you're putting these beats together like this. It makes it amazing, bro. Oh, thank you, man. No, I I mean, Adam should get a lot of the credit, but I mean, it's a fun process to do it together. But yeah, no, I'm not one for finding other beats because one, I think, because I also do law. I'm a, like, I've, I've done a law degree and everything. <laughs> so like, I understand like copyright infringement and all that stuff. Right, and I right. think alone, you know, using other beats, you can get into kind of like murky water and say, if you mm -hmm. use that, that goes viral and you've got to pay someone else right, for, right. for beats. Whereas if you do this way, you know, you've created something yourself. You don't have to worry about anyone else getting involved. This is your own thing that you've created. Yeah. Yeah. So real quick, just to touch a little basis on your, uh, your law degrees and your law background, what is the self-defense like in the UK? What is self-defense as in as a law? Yeah. Like what, like, is it, flexible is it shitty is it wonderful like what is it uh well basically it's that you can use a reasonable amount of force to defend yourself you know um i think by and large i i have stayed away from criminal law in general mm. because i think that it can get can you imagine like representing people in court that you know is guilty i think yeah. that would be so difficult to do and i just thought wow i can't i can't get involved there yeah okay okay yeah that was just something i always wondered like what is the defense laws in different areas and things like that and it's hard so to prove man. you never know it's really hard to prove because the majority of the time is like he said she said or he said he said you know people aren't right actual crime you know yeah you just, yeah so it's i think it's just something i'm staying away from i'm not getting involved in that I can understand that. So, so back to music. I was listening to a lot of your music, and um, is it safe to say that you like making feel good, up tempo music? Definitely, man. But I think if you notice, like the themes of my actual music isn't upbeat. Like I'm talking about sad stuff. I'm talking about yeah. angry. Like what have we done? Was one that was made out of anger, pure anger. Mm -hmm. um and i was able to make i i normally make music that i want to listen to myself and because right. i myself like listening to upbeat stuff pop music or whatever that's just how it's kind of come out because who wants to listen to another sad song and start crying man i just want to yeah. have a bit of a I, I could definitely understand that so like we've been talking throughout the interview, the viewers should know that you're from the UK and you spent a little time in the States. So what would you say the States have, how has the States influenced you musically? That's an interesting question. I think that, so like I, as we both know, we both worked with uh, Michael from Uprise Sound. Right. Um, Sacramento, who's another you know great producer mm -hmm. and I think the thing that he kind of imprinted on me was the use of like percussion and and bass and that kind of 
more electronic style, which I don't mm-hmm. think you see as much in England. I think it's, it's very much, it's, it's more focal in America. And with that kind of, I guess, I don't want to say EDM, but like electronic elements to music, it kind of gave me more of an appreciation for making upbeat music in general, mm-hmm. because I think by understanding more of that, that genre of music is then allowed me to create a style which has that included, but also takes more from the English point of view, which is like indie and folk music. Okay, so so it's safe to say that when creating when creating these beats, you try to um, blend in the, the 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 UK with a little bit of the uh, the states. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's I mean it's quite hard to do at times because fundamentally, like I'm British, you know, I don't I was only in America for a year, but even my music journey started in America you know right. so the first time that I've written the music or whatever was actually influenced by an American producer American mm-hmm. genre around me so I think that is definitely the focal point and then coming back to England where I've had then even more external influences that's kind mm-hmm. of just complemented what I'd already been inspired by Okay, so so that leads me to a great question. Seeing how you've had um, music, seeing how you have music experience in the states and music experience out there, would you say that you get more support from strangers or family and friends? I think family and friends. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, my family and friends are the biggest fans of my music. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I've always been wary of my family and friends. Always, they're, they're always going to support me. That's just a fact, and it? Like, so I always thought, oh, no, they, they might not like my music, but they, they're going to tell me that they like it anyway. But my dad is quite funny. He'll just tell me if he doesn't like the track. It'll be like, yo, this isn't the one. Or like, I've got friends that, you know, don't talk about my songs and that aren't bothered by it. Right, right, but right. So I think in general, I probably get more love from strangers, definitely. Mm-hmm. But when my family and friends like and vibe with one of my songs, they don't stop talking about it. It's like yeah. all life at that time is them listening to that song. And that's why I feel that so much more. And I think one of the greatest things you just said right there was having someone who can tell you the song isn't good or they don't like it. Because uh, I notice a lot of the young artists that's coming up, they have a lot of yes men around them yeah. who who basically just vibe with whatever they put out. And it's kind of like the skill and the competition is kind of gone when you have people who's just, oh, yeah, that's nice. That's dope. That's tight. Whereas if somebody could say, oh, I really don't like that, you kind of, you know, I think it's good to have people who can actually give you negative feedback. Exactly, man. And the thing is, like, you don't have to, just because they don't like the song doesn't mean it's not good. It just means they don't like it. That's their own. I'm never going to produce something which I don't personally like. And at the end of the day, it's my story to tell. It's my own thing that I've created. I don't create Mm -hmm. it for anyone. It's it's for me. You know, my music is so, yes, I care about people's opinions. But at the end of the day, even if they don't like it, I'm still going to be doing the, the same music. But right. I will always take constructive advice from people that know and understand music because I think that's 
that's the best way to develop. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So when you create music, what would you say is your favorite setting to write and create in? Would it be studio, by the water, uh, with, with friends, with other musicians? What would be your ideal place to create the perfect project? I think it's alone in my bedroom and no one's bothering me. That's that's mm -hmm. it. Because I, but mine is also quite time dependent. Like I write well when because obviously you know I I study law, I play football. You know I have a dog I look after. Like mm -hmm. I have many things that are going on, which means that the time I actually have to write is diluted. So then yeah. when I so when I do end up getting there it's hard because I feel like I'm constrained by time limits and that is not mm -hmm. conducive to me writing. So I right. think if I knew that I didn't have any other projects on, I actually have the time to do it and in my room, which is where I'm used to writing. But also I work, most of my songs come after an event. They come after something that's hurt me, angered mm -hmm. me, upset me. I'm not as good as just being on my own and just writing about something happy or, or writing about something I've seen is not me. So I yeah. think if I'm collaborating with someone, I really enjoy that. I could write right now. If you said, oh, put me in a room with this person and write, I could do that because I like mm -hmm. vibing off someone like that and I can write about anything. But if it's my own track, I need I need time. I need my own space. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. See, I actually, um, when I write, believe it or not, sometimes it takes me a week and a half, two weeks to write 16 bars. Really? And I'm, and I'm comfortable with it that way because I don't want to rush anything. I don't want to just say anything. And I just want it to feel good to me, you know? So it's like, you know, some people can write fast, you know? But me, I was always a person who it, it takes me a while to write a verse and I like it that way because I just feel so much more completed when it's done. I feel more, you know, it's yeah. just everyone yeah. has their own way of writing, don't they? Everyone has their own process and it's all depends on the person you are, you know, that works for you. Um and so stuff do you get all done quickly, you know? Do you hear the beat while you're writing? Or no. do you have the beat created? Yeah, beats always first, because oh. then I need to know the flow. Like for me, flow is everything. I'm sure you know that, you know, yeah. it is everything. And for me to get that flow, I need the rhythm there first. So I can go over it and over it and over again and again and again. That's how I could do it. Yeah, dope. So for the audience that's listening, I, I, I really recommend that you guys go check him out. All of his links will be in the description. So you guys won't have to look pretty. You guys won't have to look far at all. Um, Lope from the UK. Locke from Lock. the UK. Uh, excuse me. And, and, and like I said, all of the uh, links will be in the description. So you guys definitely should go check him out. The guy makes great music. And like he said, it, it, it's, it's music of pain that he's going through, but the vibe of it kind of uplifts you. It's a weird catch. It's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird that. catch. But like I said earlier in the show, what we do at the end of the show is we like to play a game of hangman where 
you I'll ask you different trivia questions regarding cartoons, old school cartoons and old school cartoon movies. And you'll have an opportunity to win a free ice cream. Awesome. So I say, let's go ahead and get this game started and see how you do. All right, bro. Let's go. How are we doing? Have you come up with the word already? Say what? Have you come up with a word? And I'm guessing it. Yeah, I'm going to ask you questions in regards to cartoons. Yeah. And if you get them wrong, then I'll, are you familiar with the game of Hangman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So what I'll do is I'll ask you different questions in regards to uh, old school cartoons and old school cartoon movies. And yeah. if you get them wrong, then the Hangman will start being created. Bro, I'm 23, man. I hope it's not too old. And and when I and when I was writing, I tried to keep it kind of current. Okay. But then I did want to challenge you just a little bit. All right, I'm, I'm here for it. So here's one that should be fairly easy for you, but you never know. Yeah. Who owned the Quickie Mart on The Simpsons? It's up to. See what I mean? Yeah, man. Don't, I'm <laughs> I want that ice cream now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... What was the name of the part man, part robot, police inspector? What in the in the Simpsons or just in general? No, no, it, it's just it's another cartoon. Okay, he was part man, part robot. Oh, Robocop. No, no, he was. He was and you know what's crazy? That might he might that might be correct as well but that's not the answer i'm looking for okay. what what is the name of the part man part robot police inspector part man part robot uh he could he basically he had a lot of different gadgets on him oh bro i i don't know man if it's not go RoboCop. go gadget no, I don't know. what I've heard the name. I never watched it. Oh, never, never seen Go Go Gadget. No, man, I'm gonna have to go after this and watch it. Yeah, it was. It's a, it's an old school one. It's pretty good. I think that's more American, you know. Yeah, I was actually looking at uh, looking at some of the uh, the UK cartoons, and I wasn't familiar with none of them. <laughs> <laughs> I should give you Hangman with the UK cartoons. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Here's one you may know. Kakarot has another name. What is it? Say that again. Kakarot has another name. What is it? Bro, I have no idea. Goku. Yeah, I have. Is that like Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. I haven't watched Dragon Ball Z, bro. You've never seen it? No. You should check it out. It's a, it's a pretty, yeah, it's a, no, I'm it's coming a, for this ice cream. Don't worry. I got this. Okay. The famous mouse, Jerry, was getting chased by who? Tom. There we go. Okay, so I have Two more questions for you. All right, man. All right. So, what is the name 
of the bear cub on Yogi the Bear? Oh, no. Oh, this is actually going to haunt my dreams later. I'm going to be so <laughs> angry with myself. Uh, oh, I actually know it. Mm. Do you want to give me the first letter? I can give you the last letter. Okay. Oh. No, I don't have it, man. Boo-boo. Oh, I was, I was going to say boo, singular, but no, I don't have it. All right. This is, this is everything we've been waiting this, for. This is everything for the marbles. Yeah. Name the last chipmunk. You have oh. Theodore, you have Alvin, and what is the name of the last chipmunk? Um, I know this, bro. I know this. It is Simon. There we go. <laughs> there we go. That's there we, we go. You just want a free ice cream. So mm -hmm. when we get off, I'll get the information from you via text or via email and we'll get it sent over to you. Awesome. That's a fun game, man. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. And like I said, you're a great artist and all his links will be in the description. I recommend everyone to go check him out. I can vouch for him. Um, his music is very, very dope. And like like he said, it's, um, it's, it's dark, but the beats and the tempo just make you want to dance. It sounds like a club rave kind of thing. It's, it's really dope. Thank you, bro. Honestly, I've really enjoyed this. I appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll do something again sometime soon yeah, as well. No worries. We will. Is there anything you want to tell your fans before we get out of here? Uh, I just want to say I'm back in the studio this year. I'm trying to make a much bigger effort to, to get involved. Um, and as well, I should be performing very sometime very soon, which I'll be releasing that information soon. So, yeah, go check out what have we done. Go check out the music video. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, the, the, the description will have his links. It'll be easy to find. His Instagram will be on there. His Spotify, his Apple will be on there. His Instagram will be on there. And make sure you guys subscribe. Thank and, and you. And ladies and gentlemen, school is out of session.